Tech Supreme, back with another episode of Rent Free with Tech Supreme. Uh, if in case I missed you, which I totally did, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was last week. Uh, awesome day of thank, being thankful for what you have uh, and the people you have in your life. I super enjoyed my Thanksgiving. It was absolutely amazing. You know, me and my wife are on a uh, very clean uh, lifestyle right now and, uh, well, pretty much going forward in life. And um, it was fun to have a good day of just eating whatever the fuck I wanted and uh, loosely track the calories, but not anything serious because, you know, you don't do that to yourself on Thanksgiving, right? Because uh, if you knew how much calories you're consuming, it wouldn't be as fun anymore, right? So did that with the fam and that was awesome. Had a good time. I uh, also let my nephews know that there's not a video game that they can beat me in unless it's Fortnite. Uh, we play a lot of NBA 2K and a little FIFA. And your boy still got it. Everyone always tells me that the young kids, they got the, 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 the movements down. And that may be true for Fortnite, but when it comes to 2K, I've been playing 2K since it came out in 2001, maybe. So you're not going to get me in 2K. I, I'm pretty confident in my 2K abilities. I run plays. I, I, do, I don't do the substitution. I got a homie who does a lot of substitutions. He usually loses uh, because of that. So, um, yeah. My, my ego for 2K is at an all-time high right now. So if you want to get that work, let me know. Um, let's get into the episode, episode 18. So I always start with the journey update. I kind of briefly talked about it. Everything is going great. I am uh, about three pounds away from my biggest, my first milestone. Uh, I'm over 40, about 41.6 pounds of fat loss so far. Uh, and it's only been since September 5th. So it's, doing, it's going pretty well. I'm 100% adjusted to this diet. I love it. Um, it's fun to be creative and make new ways to, uh, get like cook things that I love in a healthy manner. Uh, super enriching, honestly. And even when it comes to eating out, uh, obviously we were eating out a lot before we got healthy a, a few times a week almost. Right. And weekends was for sure. Uh, but now we only eat out maybe one day a week. Um, we've actually kind of figured out how to sprinkle in a little bit more eating out. We do a, we do Texas Roadhouse quite a bit, and there's ways to eat clean everywhere. One thing I've noticed by watching a bunch of YouTube videos by bodybuilders is that you have to be able to to speak up and modify things when you go to restaurants, when you go to these places, and see if and basically try to create that meal that's healthier than what they're presenting you. Right? Uh, it's it can be done. I think uh, Saturday we decided to have a very soft cheat meal, just a cheat meal, not a cheat day because of Thanksgiving. And I was able to get it in within calories and something that I really was craving uh, that wouldn't normally be in my diet. But not only did I get it within calories, but it was delicious. And I still lost weight the next day, next morning and even better today. You know, like so it's 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 getting where it's super feasible. Right. Because like. You don't. You get burned out on cooking every single meal. Like that's just a, a, a thing that's going to happen. You're going to get tired of cooking every meal. But in order to be healthy, you truly have to cook every meal. Um, but learning how to eat outside of the house is almost as important as learning how to eat inside the house. Um, so journey's going good. We have about a couple weeks before we go on our anniversary vacation. Um, I hope to be by a certain number by then, and um, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen since I'm so close to it. And um, I'm just looking forward to a week of having 
relaxation and eating and drinking as I choose. And then as soon as I get back home, I'm going to be right back on it. You know, when you go out of, out of the country to these all-inclusive resorts, you really can't eat unhealthy. You got to kind of go out of your way because they don't cook fried food that often, if if any. Um, so with the food, with the food that I I've known I've eaten at resorts, they've always been on the clean side. It has unless you get like French fries and shit. That's probably about the extent of how bad you can eat and cheeseburgers and shit. But you know, if you stay away from those things, but again, you're on vacation, so you really shouldn't give a fuck when you're on vacation. Honestly, that's uh, as long as you you don't eat that you know like poorly when you come back. You know, I'm confident that I won't even gain anything, if anything. Plus, you're going to be doing activities all day, swimming and shit. That's like that's calories burned all day. So, really looking forward to vacation. It's um, it's well, it's that's well, it's a one year anniversary, so that's massively important and huge. So, I'm super excited about that. And you know, with my wife, it doesn't even feel like time is doesn't feel like a year. It feels like time is flying because we're little legitimately, I believe, having fun. And I'm having fun, and um, it's been such a positive year, first year of marriage. So it's uh, it's cause for celebration, and uh, we will be celebrating. So that's my journey update. Nothing crazy, just kind of staying focused. I've actually had myself um, alcohol two times since the last uh, since the last episode. Uh, I allowed myself Halloween. Well, no, so Halloween was one drinking time. And I kind of did go balls to the wall. I think I, I think we've had an episode since. And uh, the night before Thanksgiving, I had a couple drinks at home. Um, but besides that, the cravings aren't there for alcohol at all. I actually don't feel good the next day. So it's more incentive to not drink it. Um, but, you know, I'm, I've never considered myself an, an alcoholic. I had a problem. I say that all the time. But um, I feel like there's a stigmatism when you say I don't drink anymore. Like, you had a problem. I always feel that way. I don't know why. But that's because no alcohol alcohol is so normalized in society it's one of the it's a legal drug it's one of those things that everyone consumes and if you say that you don't you people kind of look at you weird it's a it's a really odd occurrence so there's i definitely have hang-ups about that part of it right like just insinuate like just kind of making sure everyone knows like no i didn't have a problem it's just it's unhealthy for you it is your body cannot process anything else except the alcohol once you ingest it your your liver cannot process anything else and that may take days so it's going to store everything that it can't process because it's, it's taking because it, alcohol is so bad for you. The ethanol is so poisonous to you that your body takes priority to get rid of it. It's it's something that you shouldn't. I don't think people should consume as much as they do. I think a lot of uh, I'm, a lot of people are alcoholics and not know it. And I don't want to be on a high horse about it, but it's kind of how I feel. I'm going to get out of that topic and talk about a, a way worse topic. Um Kyle Rittenhouse. We're going to talk, briefly talk about Kyle Rittenhouse. He was let go, basically. Dropped all charges. Uh, self-defense type shit. And we knew it was coming because that's just the white privilege of the situation. We all know that if a black kid crossed state lines with a assault rifle that he was not old enough to possess and shot two people, we know what would happen. We literally already, like... No, like you can honestly, you're found guilty even if you don't even have a weapon in the eyes of law enforcement. So we already know what it is. Um, this is the one of the biggest flex of white privilege that I've seen. Um, there's not too much to say about it. He's a piece of shit. I don't care that he said black, like he supports Black Lives Matter. I do enjoy the fact that all of the conservatives who were behind him completely lost their shit. Like they, they took him down off that hero pedestal real quick. 
Um, honestly, whoever's in Kyle Rittenhouse's PR team was a smart move to do that because uh, he probably didn't want to live his life no, uh, watching his back. And he probably still will. Um, I don't know how that's going to work out for him. It is what it is. But fuck Kyle Rittenhouse at the end of the day. Uh, the Arbery verdict, Ahmad Arbery verdict came back. They were all found guilty. Now, one of the big things that I always uh, want to watch out for when these these people are found guilty is the leniency of the sentence. I, I believe the main guy, McDaniels, I believe his last name is, the son, uh, I think he's going to get a mandatory life, if I'm not mistaken. And the other two are still up for, uh, they're all up for sentencing. But I think like his, like the guy, the main guy's thing is automatic um life sentence now i did see the video um because we were watching i believe saturday night a uh, documentary on it and i never had seen the video before because i'm honestly exhausted from watching these type of things atrocities to, to people who look like me um so i try to avoid it i kind of like I, I i'll know about the story but i won't see the video because i don't want to see a black man get killed um but they showed clips of the video and it was absolutely heartbreaking if you haven't seen it and you uh you don't get it maybe you used to see it Right. Um, but if you do get it and you don't want to see it, I don't blame you one bit. I'm very happy, but also at the same time, there's so much more work to do. And we're so much far behind on what we need to do to make this a, a fair place for everybody uh, that, you know, you just it's sad that you can't you can't celebrate. Right. Because with the Rittenhouse trial, I saw people openly celebrating uh, the justice system and we're just not there yet. We, and I don't know if we ever will be. I'm optimistic that what we're doing today is going to positively affect future generations um and it's kind of always been that way where you know we we go through the trenches now so that our kids kids can have a better future and you know the sacrifices that the older generation before me made you know i am reaping the benefits of it although the system is fucked up and it's nowhere near where it needs to be but it is better um also with the advent of technology it is getting more obvious uh the atrocities that are happening um and for that is an absolute wonderful thing um in the fight of justice so we've talked about kyle rittenhouse and amata rb this last couple episodes but um i believe they're coming to a close obviously i'm going to give an update on the sentencing but you know that is soon to come uh now there's a new variant of covid called omicron omicron uh it's supposed to be super transmissible where delta was about i think they said 30% more transmissible than the beta, which is the original COVID-19. Um, and this one is 500% more transmissible, apparently. They're still they're still um, doing research, of course. And um, obviously, there's a lot of... Um, it's, coming, it's coming out of South Africa, and there's a lot of stigmatisms with that as well. Um, stigmas, excuse me, that, with that as well. Uh, so, basically, they have a genealogy team that's so proficient that they detected it and isolated it. And everyone's kind of looking at it like, oh, South Africa, you know, but it's not like that. It's they just found it. Right. They're just small enough to find it first. That's basically what happened because uh, it's already in Belgium, New Zealand, Ireland. This variant did not start in Africa. That's not how it works. Right. They just they found it first. So um, am I worried about it? Yes and no. Right. It's super highly transmissible, transmissible. I just got a booster. Uh, me and my wife just got a booster, I think, uh, two weekends ago. So, because uh, because we are getting ready to leave the country, and that you know that's that feels good to have that, and uh, to just kind of gives you a little ease of mind, peace of mind. But you know, it's still a crapshoot. So we're gonna definitely mask up. 
always mask up. Now, I have been going to the gym and not masking up. And uh, last Friday, I was in the gym on the treadmills trying to finish out my workout. And I looked over and this guy coughing. And his idiot ass is coughing into the fucking air. Absolutely 100% disgusting. And I said, I looked at him the first time. And I was like, maybe he just couldn't catch it. And then the second time, I looked at him. And he looked at me. And he's just coughing in the air. And I looked at him. I said, fuck this. And got up and left. Like, it's, it's... The reason why I have to wear a mask going into the gym going forward, and I know I have to even though it's uncomfortable, even with the new mask I got, it's still kind of uncomfortable, is because people are nasty. Like, people don't learn lessons. People, they sweat, and they get on the machines, and then they just hop off and walk off. And there's a large amount of people are cleaning the machines afterwards, racking their weights, doing it properly. But then you have these assholes, like this guy on the treadmill, who's just fucking open coughing in the air. Fucking touching everything, probably going to piss and I wash his hands, putting his dick juice on all the equipment, coughing on shit, rubbing with his hands, not wiping off the equipment. People are fucking nasty. And this this pandemic taught me that like hygiene ain't on everyone's priority list, period. Like, period. You know what I mean? Like and all, and also like you don't even need a pandemic to tell you not to fucking open cough into the air. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I want to get on some Karen shit and, and like, yo, like go to the staff, like, yo, like why y'all let people do this? Like, like behave like this. Like, and there's no, I, I don't even feel honestly, like I love working out in the gym and I'm glad I'm, I'm back in the gym because the, the equipment is, is amazing. And I feel already feel a fucking huge difference, but like it's the people that's going to, that, that makes it fucking hard to go, go there. Like it, it, they're just disgusting humans. And like they just, it's it's this weird privilege thing too. Like it's for real this weird weird like entitlement type shit. You see that shit a lot. I saw a TikTok talking about the poor design of Trader Joe's grocery store, and it was this lady trying to get in the aisle and she couldn't get in because people had the carts here and there. And then the, the comment, the first comment was well, like, that doesn't look like it's poor design. It looks like it's in, it's entitlement. It's people feeling entitled to block the aisle. And uh, you get a lot of entitlement if you really just peep what's going on. Somebody coughing in the air. He'd rather you get germs than his own hand get his own germs or inside of his elbow get his own germs. It's just disgusting and inconsiderate. Um, And that's why we have shit fucking spreading like wildfire every fucking variant because motherfuckers are nasty. And pardon my French, but if you know me, you know this is what you're getting here. You're getting a guy ranting and cussing at you. But it's all love. Um, Yeah, man. The variant, we got to watch for it. So that's it. We just got to watch for it. See what happens. You know, um, I'm going to skip this topic and move it because Rittenhouse, Arbery, new variant. We got to keep it negative. Uh, Virgil Abloh, uh, designer, Louis Vuitton, came in the game with Kanye West. He passed away of a very aggressive form of cancer that he kept hidden for the past two years, which is incredible because that type of cancer only gives you six months. I found out today that... Uh, a client slash friend slash mentor of mine has that exact same cancer. He's been finding it for years. So uh, shout out to him for being such a strong warrior. Uh, it's very sad to hear about Virgil. Um, he's iconic. He's he's um, all ages, I feel like. Most ages know who Virgil is. Um, the Off-White brand is amazing. Um, he's done some amazing album covers. Uh, the Watch the Throne cover, the ASAP Rocky, live, Long Live Rocky, or Long Live ASAP. I believe is the name of the album. He, he's just been an amazing designer. I've been following him on Instagram. I've always liked his work. I haven't liked everything he's done. Um, it is it is very sad, though. Like, someone that's so young passed away. Same thing with Chadwick Boseman, around the same age. And me being around that age, it's very terrifying. 
Uh, that's another reason why I take my health so serious because you never fucking know. Um, you gotta stay vigilant with your with your uh, your doctor checkups and all that things, man. Like it's it's just crazy. I, I've lost a friend to alcohol this last. It's been a year now, and there's so many little things that you know you do that are can lead up to your early demise um, that you don't think is dangerous. That is. Um, and I, I just say that because I don't want to see anyone that I know pass away uh, unexpectedly. Um, you, you know, with Virgil, rest in peace. And that's pretty much where we're going to leave off with that. Um, it's a tragedy. It's, it's, it sucks. Um, but it is what it is, unfortunately. Uh, so moving off of the negative, right? Because we hit the, we hit the three negatives. And now we're going to do some positives. So you know me. I'm a Marvel junkie. Marvel fanatic. I got the Shang-Chi shirt on, right? And now that I'm losing weight, I can fit all the t-shirts. So my, my t-shirt rotation is getting is about to get real ugly, especially once I get down to them XLs. But that's, a, that's for a different episode. But um, I have been uh, getting ready for Spider-Man. Now, again, I will be out of the country for Spider-Man. And I sucks because I'm not going to be able to go see it when it comes out, which means I'm going to have to put my phone on off every single night uh once it comes out because i know people are going to want to spoil it because it's going to be massively successful just predicting that uh but i've been watching the spider-man um before these the uh toby mcguire spider-man i just started that la- yesterday i went ahead and got the uh like the, the five movie pack with the three spider-man with toby mcguire and the two andrew garfield ones uh super excited to watch it it's very interesting to see it now um because that came out the first spider-man came out in 2002 graphics were horrible but you know at the time it was cutting edge but you know you, you kind of gave a little forgiveness i think we're a lot less forgiving now which is crazy because now it looks so good and the belt knees out within a year but uh you know uh the plot was not as bad as i thought it was honestly now i, I always have this big complaint about spider-man always being in high school but i'm the spider-man with Tobey mcguire they got him out of high school in the first fucking act and I appreciate that. Like, his graduation was in the first act. I appreciate that. I don't like high school Spider-Man as much because in the comic books, he was never really in high school like that. Like, you know, it was like it was way before my time when he was. But, you know, he was, I know Spider-Man is a grown man who works at a Daily Bugle who, you know, maybe a college student, maybe, you know, maybe in some instances, but I can see that. But, you know, he's always been a grown man marrying MJ and all this shit. So him being in high school now is just kind of annoying to me. Like, how long are they going to keep Tom Holland in high school? You know, it is what it is. It feels like everyone wants to start the story with Spider-Man in high school and not a grown-ass man like he, he is. So that's weird. But I'm enjoying the watch through. Uh, I'm going to watch this next second one today. I forget the villain that's in the second one. I know they... they, they I forgot the villain. But, you know, just with the the... Spider-Man No Way Home coming out, and we know that the villains are from both franchises are in it. We know that Will Defoe is going to rehash Green Goblin. We know that uh, Alfred Molina is going to be Dr. Octopus, and Jamie Foxx is going to be Electro. Hopefully, it's the same guy playing Sandman, because I thought his character uh, in Sa- as Sandman was one of the best parts of that movie, um, just visually. I think the movie was a shit. Spider-Man 3, I believe it was, was kind of a shit story. But I think that's going to be awesome. And honestly, my mind will explode if they have Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, in this movie. It's possible. Not not likely, but possible. So that's my prediction, and I'm enjoying watching the watch-through. And I'll have more feedback on the rest of the movies. I got five more movies to go, or four more movies to go. 
And then I'm going to rewatch the Spider-Man movies we've gotten to so far with Tom Holland, the Marvel Studio ones. Um, and that's going to be fun to watch those again and getting in, prep- in preparation. I already have my ticket for when I get back. So that's that's definitely a must. Plus, I'm a Spider-Man fanatic, one of my first favorite comic book heroes. Um, and keeping it with Marvel, Hawkeye dropped on Disney+. Plus. Just real quick, I love it. Uh, the actor who's playing K. Bishop, she's fantastic. The only problem I have is the fight scenes aren't as good as they should be. And that's also coming off after Shang-Chi. Uh, Shang-Chi was flawless fight scenes. And you kind of forget that, you know, they different people are making these movies and these shows. So they're not going to have that same level of authenticity that Shang-Chi had when it comes to fight scenes. Um, it's a shame I feel like they should need, they need to focus that on more because it's kind of distracting from from the actual show, and Hawkeye especially. Um, it just did not feel good watching the fight scenes. But that's a very that's minutia compared to the overall. Jeremy Renner is a fucking he is Hawkeye. He's the great to me. He's like a goat. He is um, always been underappreciated to me in the MCU, and I think this. I hope this gives him the opportunity to to rise above that. And I, I want to see him continue to be Hawkeye, and I want to see Kate Bishop in the MCU, like in the in the major MCU, which I think, I fingers crossed, I know we're going to get Kate Bishop, but I hope we can keep Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, because he's gold. You know, he absolutely is uh, one of the best superheroes to me, but just because he's such a strong actor. Um, I felt the Ronin, right? You know what I mean? Like, I hope we get a Ronin movie. That would be so dope. But that's just wishing. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, because you know your boy likes to keep it 20 minutes around 20 minutes is the show that a lot of people have asked me to watch in my everyday a lot of people said hey have you seen this this show and uh, a few months ago i got an apple phone new apple phone and it comes with a year of apple plus and tv and i never really watched it but this show's on there and i finally started watching it this weekend and i 100 fell in love with this show ted lasso uh jason sudeikis is doing is a fantastic actor always has been but this one makes me feel interesting on the inside i get a lot more emotional with this because it's the characters are so just uh it's written very well and i did not expect ted lasso to i was honestly thinking i was going to get some fucking office type shit and this is nothing like that i didn't expect to feel what i felt watching the show me and my wife i started watching it and then my wife decided she wanted to watch it about when i was about four episodes in so she caught up and then we finished the season one over the weekend and we're in season two now amazing show worth the watch if you don't have apple tv i actually kind of feel like it may be worth just rocking that for a while like it's a really good show and it makes you want to be a better person and i love shows like that another show that did that to me was the good place uh albeit that was way more uh funny like in the moment and this uh, Ted Lasso is kind of hard to explain, but it's like it's funny, but like it's a it's it's a heartfelt type show. Like I have it, it's a sports show, but it's heartfelt. It's awesome. So check out Ted Lasso if you haven't. And I think that's gonna do it for me today, guys. Um, you know, thank you for listening to Rent Free with Tech Supreme. Uh, thanks for uh, watching it on YouTube. Thanks for watching it on TikTok. Thank you for all the new followers on TikTok. Uh, my name is Tech Supreme on TikTok. Get on there and check it out. I am Tech Supreme One on YouTube because uh, there's a DJ in the Bronx named Tech Supreme who doesn't uh, post. But I've been dealing with that since I started making music. Uh, but yeah, so go if you're on YouTube, hit the like button and share this with your friends. Most importantly, and if you listen to this on streaming sites, you know, share it. That's all. It's free. 
And I, li- and I love listening to the feedback that I'm getting. I love listening to people's suggestions on what to say next or what to talk about or just the conversation that it opens up doing this podcast. There's a lot of options in the world of podcasts. So the people who listen to this every single episode, I fucking love you. I appreciate you to the fullest. Um, so I will see you guys next week for another episode. And be safe and peace. Till next time. Listen your head rent free.